You're listening to the Wisdom Within Podcast, a journey into vulnerability, authenticity, and trusting your intuition. My name is Zoe, and my greatest passion is to support people in uncovering and celebrating who they really are. I believe the world will be a better place when we stop being other people and start being ourselves. Join me here for reflections, conversations, and guidance, all with the goal of helping you to place ultimate trust in who you are, where you are going, and why you are here. It's time to return to yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Wisdom Within podcast. I am your host, Zoe Grayman, intuitive life coach and clairvoyant energy healer. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you are joining me today. If you've been tuning in for a while, thank you for being here again. It's so beautiful to share this space and this journey with you. Today, I'm going to be talking all about morning ritual magic and the power of having a morning routine and creating that sort of structure for ourselves, especially during a time like this that we find ourselves in. First, I have a couple of housekeeping items, announcements to touch on before we dive into the episode. The first is that I am doing live guided meditations over on my Instagram account every Monday morning at 9 a.m. PST. So if you don't already follow me, I'm at Zoe Grayman. The link to that is in the show notes. Um, And I've been doing them for four weeks now, and I'm really, really enjoying it. It's a great way to start the week off on the right foot from a place of just centeredness, groundedness, ease. I touch on different topics every week. The meditations are different every week. I've been doing a little thing where I read uh, a passage from a book or a poem at the beginning, and I've really been enjoying incorporating that. If you're not able to join for the live meditations, I finally figured out how to save them um, once I'm done going live. So I'm also now uploading them to IGTV and to my Instagram profile. So you can go back and listen to them at any time that is convenient for you. Highly recommend checking them out. I'd love to know what you think of them. If there's different topics or styles that you'd like to cover, definitely send me a message. Secondly, as I mentioned in the last episode, I have three one-on-one coaching spots that have opened up. So if you are curious about how intuitive life coaching could support you in your journey, reach out to me. I'd love to get in touch with you and see if we could be a good fit for each other. Lastly, I'm super excited to share about this. So my birthday is in May and I want to celebrate by really bringing my gifts to the world in an especially accessible way. I think celebrating our lives, our making it another trip around the sun by really giving um, from our hearts is one of the most beautiful ways to celebrate. And the way that I'm going to be doing that is by offering sliding scale and discounted 
energy readings and energy alignment sessions for the entire month of May. So let me just break down a little bit for you what an intuitive energy reading is like. So everything is energy, right? Everything. Your dog, your desk, your car, the trees outside, the air, ideas, thoughts, everything is energy. And as a clairvoyant, I'm trained now to read this energy. And therefore, during these intuitive energy sessions, what I'm doing is reading the energy that is present in your space. So in these 45-minute readings, I do this by entering a meditative and trance-like state where I start to see and describe the mental imagery that arises for me when I tune into your spirit on an energetic level. So these readings are really what I like to call a hello to your spirit. Energies are present in your energetic field or your aura, right? So it's this space all around you about two feet in diameter on either side. And everyone's aura has seven layers. And all of these layers correspond to different aspects of your life. So safety, emotions, identity, communication, knowingness, etc. And oftentimes what comes through in these readings when I'm looking at these different layers of your aura is things like blocks or challenges that you're facing in different areas of your life. So relationship dynamics or you know, societal programming or ideas and essentially like other people's BS that isn't yours, that is getting in the way of you having your own answers in your life. And by saying hello in these readings to these energies, they can begin to move and clear out much more quickly so that you can have your space and your energy back. And with your energy back, you can start to take actions and make decisions from a place of inner clarity and alignment. And learning to read energy in this way and having received hundreds of these readings myself has totally and completely transformed my life. And that is no exaggeration. If you knew me before this work started, In so many ways, I was a completely different person. I didn't know who I was or what I really wanted. I was afraid to go after the things that I liked or was interested in. And so this work has brought so much clarity to me around what is mine, what thoughts and beliefs are mine, and which ones aren't. And therefore, it's given me the opportunity to release all of these things that I'm not in agreement with in my life and that I don't want in my space. And so essentially, it's helped me and all of the people that I've worked with be able to take back ownership of their lives. It's so, so powerful. So those are the, those are the intuitive energy readings. And then the other offering that will be discounted is energy alignment sessions. So these are 75-minute more intensive sessions where we can go much more in-depth on a problem or a challenge that you're facing in your life. So that could be um, a big career change or if, you know, leaving a relationship or just wanting something new and different for yourself and feeling like you are blocked from being able to do it. 
And in these sessions, I help you to clear through this energy that's in your way so that you can overcome it. So these energy alignment sessions are a hybrid, really, of all of my gifts. They include the clairvoyant intuitive reading that I mentioned in the um, intuitive energy readings, but it also includes some energy healing as well as one-on-one coaching. So again, we really do a deep dive together into all aspects of this challenge that you're facing and help you to unblock yourself and to move through them and giving you tips and tools to move forward and next steps to take to continue implementing this change into your life. I love these sessions so, so much. They are, they give me life. (laughs) They're so much fun to do and seeing the transformation that my clients have after going through these sessions is really incredible. And again, I'm not just saying that because, just because they just are. So my goal with these offerings is really to support you into coming into into alignment with who you really are, returning to yourself. Again, the same sort of message that this podcast has, helping you to return to yourself so you can find fulfillment and honor your soul's desires, honor what you really want to do, what you came here to do. And this time in our world during this pandemic it's especially important to get in touch with what we really desire for ourselves, right? Because the world is going to be forever changed after this. So many things that we thought were certain at one point no longer are. And so it's so important to get in touch with what is important for us. What is my true priority? What is my true desire? What is my true vision for myself? And then begin beginning to do the necessary work to move anything out of our way that tells us we can't or shouldn't have those things that we want. And that is where this work that I do comes in. It's deep, transformative soul healing, and I want to share it with as many of you as possible. So my Intuitive aura readings are normally $88 for 45 minutes. For the entire month of May, they're going to be sliding scale between $22 and $44. And the energy alignment sessions, those 75-minute sessions that are part energy work, part coaching, those are normally $144. And for the entire month of May, they're going to be $75. So again, really wanting to make these as accessible for you all as possible especially during this time, because I know how transformative and important this work can be for you during this time of global and personal change. So all that being said, if that is something you're interested in, if you're curious about it, if you have questions about it, go ahead and send me an email or send me a DM on Instagram. Both of those are linked below. And then I've also linked in the show notes, uh, you know, the page directly to book any of these readings or sessions if you are interested in them. So I hope to connect with you in that way. I hope that you feel called to join me in this work. And if so, I look forward to connecting with you. So with all that said, let's go ahead and get into the episode all about morning ritual magic. Today, I want to talk about morning rituals, morning routines, and the magic of them that I have certainly found in them in my own life. And I want to talk about this subject right now in particular 
as we are still living through this crazy COVID-19 time where things are still unknown, uncertain, chaotic, up in the air, where our quote-unquote normal everyday lives, schedules, structures are no longer happening the way we are used to them. Things are different. Things are changing. Things are shifting. And so having a morning routine or ritual in our lives is such an important way to anchor ourselves. When we are lacking structure in our external world, it is really beneficial for us to create it for ourselves in ways that feel nourishing and maybe even fun. Morning rituals really help us to center and ground and set our energy the way that we want it for the day ahead, ahead, excuse me, before all of the other stuff comes into our energy field. So you've probably heard before that it's not a great practice to wake up and immediately look at your phone and begin scrolling on social media or checking your email or checking the news. I know how tempting it can be to do that, especially again during this time that we find ourselves in right now. But it is so important to protect that sacred time right after you awake really protect it and be intentional about it so that you can be clear on what energies you are allowing into your space and what energies you want to have in your space in order to start your day. So if you are, you know, you wake up while you're dreaming, you're like traveling to all different worlds on the astral and like doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And then you wake up, you come back to reality and then think about it. And then if you were immediately to pull up a really upsetting news article or just start mindlessly consuming other people's content on social media, you're not leaving any room, any space for that sort of really beautiful transition from the sleeping world to the waking world. It's such a sensitive, important, critical time in our day, and we want to make it sacred and protect it. And that is where a morning ritual really comes in beautifully. And I share about morning routines and morning rituals from my own firsthand experience. It's not something that I ever, earlier in my life, it's not something that I ever really did or thought much about. I mean, I, um, I would wake up and work out at the beginning of the day every day, but that wasn't so much from a morning ritual perspective and more of just like a compulsive <laughs> exercising perspective. But as an adult in the last maybe three years or so is really where I've begun to or where I began to introduce the magic of a morning ritual into my life. And once I started to do that, my entire life began to change. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that. A particular period of time that comes to mind when I think about morning rituals is when I still was working at my full-time job as an HR manager. And when I first started the job, I did not have a morning ritual in place. And I would wake up and just look at my phone and get out the door and, you know, go about my day. And I found myself feeling really frazzled, 
anxious. I got frustrated really easily. I was sort of fuzzy. My mind was fuzzy in the morning. And then over time along my personal development journey, I began to start incorporating a morning practice into my days. And as soon as I started doing that, the benefits were immediate and they just compounded as I went. I began to feel more clarity. I felt far more centered and aligned and happy and easeful in my life, you know, with my friends and family. And then at my job, especially, I would go and this again, this was a job that I did not like going to. It was hard for me to get up every morning and go. And when I had a morning ritual in place that I could look forward to to start my day with, it made moving into the rest of my day so much easier because I was starting from this place of alignment and just this really good feeling energy and frequency that I was tapping into. I found over time by utilizing a morning practice that I was far less reactive in my life. So again, lower stress levels, lower anxiety, less reactivity, and more just responding to things as they arose, responding to difficult conversations or frustrations as they arose. My relationships with my coworkers improved. I had a difficult relationship with my manager, with my boss, and it got so much easier when I began to incorporate things like meditation and journaling and yoga into my day, really starting my day off in the right headspace. And then even more recently, during this whole COVID-19 situation, there was one week, I think it was like the second week that this was all happening, where I just totally stopped doing my morning routine. It was the week where I was just like in the same PJs for three days. I couldn't remember the last time I showered. It was hard to get out of bed and like make myself do anything. I was just totally floating in the soup of it. And I'm sure a lot of you out there know what I'm talking about. Maybe you experienced that too. Maybe you're in that now. And again, there is nothing wrong with that at all. But it did give me a lot of information because I felt like crap that whole week. I just physically, mentally, emotionally, I did not feel good. And the next week I was able to have a bit more energy and more motivation. And so I began to bring my morning practice back into my day and immediately noticed such a drastic difference in my well-being. And so it was a great reminder for me of how important it is to hold to my own morning practices and morning ritual and what a difference it actually makes in my well-being, in my life, in my day, all of it. So let's talk about how to structure a morning routine or a morning ritual. And this is, like many things, something that has no absolute right or wrong way or answer to do it. You can go with the flow and do what feels good for you. A morning routine can be short and simple or long and complex. Uh, Like I was speaking of before when I was working full time, I was really into it. I would wake up at 4.30 in the morning and I had a two-hour ritual that involved a 30-minute meditation, Uh, I did about 30 minutes of yoga and I would listen to some of my favorite spiritual and self-development podcasts during that. I would journal. I would pull a oracle or tarot card every day and journal about it. And I 
this made me excited to wake up at 4.30 in the morning every day. I'm not joking. I would get excited when my alarm went off. Oh, there's my dog. (laughs) I would get excited when my alarm went off because I so looked forward to just having that time to myself. It was so early in the morning that I was the only one awake and I could just really be with myself and do what felt good and really dedicate that time and that space to me. My current morning ritual is definitely not as early and it's a little less intense and it fluctuates as my life changes, right? So right now my current ritual looks, it still involves a lot of the same components. So there's 20 to 30 minutes of meditation. I've been doing 10 minutes of Wim Hof guided breathing first thing upon waking up. Highly recommend just search in YouTube guided Wim Hof breathing. It's super invigorating and amazing and I'm totally hooked to it. Um, And then depending on the day, I'll do 20 to 60 minutes of a yoga practice and then I get on my bike. Uh, My bike has been helping keep me sane the last few weeks and I'll do some cardiovascular exercise riding my bike. So that's what my morning ritual looks like right now. And I would encourage you when you think about designing your own to incorporate things you enjoy and that you can look forward to each day. Again, you want to cultivate a space and an experience that you can be excited for when you wake up in the morning, right? You don't want it to be a drag or a should or a have to sort of situation. You want it to feel good and aligned. So that can be reading a couple chapters of a book that you are really interested in or making yourself your favorite tea or coffee drink and having that with you. Just making sure that you are making it cozy and really nice for yourself. At this point, I'll also mention that it can be really helpful and nourishing to create some sort of sacred space for yourself for this morning ritual every day. So that could be the corner of your bedroom or a certain room in your house or wherever it is that you can carve out a space that is yours and that you can dedicate to this practice so that you can enjoy it and engage in it daily in a space that feels good to you. So make sure to do that by, you know, decorating it with things that are appealing to you. You can create an altar if you want and decorate it with things like crystals or candles or flowers or photographs and little notes and written affirmations for yourself. Again, because this is a time for you. This is a time for you to give to yourself and make yourself as comfortable as possible. Some morning ritual activities that I would recommend are meditation. You all know that I am big on meditation. It has been life-changing, game-changing for me, and I always do it in the morning. Sometimes I'll throw in an evening one, but the morning one is really most important to me because, again, it sets my day off on the right foot. If you are new to meditation, start small. When I first started my meditation practice, I used the Calm app, which is a great app, highly recommend. And I started with just three minutes every day, just three minutes. And the app would track how long and how often I was sitting. And at first, three minutes will feel like three months. 
But then over time, it'll feel like the blink of an eye and you will organically want to extend your sitting session. But again, just go with what feels good. Make it longer or shorter depending on the day, depending how you feel. This isn't a time to be a perfectionist or to try to be perfect. You can start small and then work your way up. Um, And then another app that I wanted to mention for meditation is Insight Timer. They have a lot of really wonderful free guided meditations with a lot of different meditation teachers and different voices and stuff so you can find um, what you really like and what works best for you. And of course, you can catch live guided meditations from me every Monday morning on Instagram, and I'm going to be saving those to IGTV on my profile as well, so you can check them out there. My next activity to recommend is journaling. And there are so many different ways that you can take this. Journaling has been Another huge part of my personal development journey, really getting to know myself and making sense of my experiences and really making sure that I am getting all of the juicy information out of what I'm experiencing in my day-to-day life. So again, there are many different ways to journal, do what feels good for you, but here are a couple suggestions to get you started. So the first one is a brain dump. And what this means is when you wake up, first thing, you grab your journal and just immediately start writing whatever is in your head. Just let it literally dump out onto the page. It doesn't have to make sense. You don't have to make it sound good. It can be sloppy or messy, but just let it all out onto the page. And the idea behind this is to help you get all of the the junk and the thoughts that are in your head that are occupying your mind and causing stress just to get it all out on the page before you start the day so that it's not living up there in your mind. There is a particular way of doing this. It's called morning pages. Some of you may have heard of it, but it comes from a book called The Artist's Way. And I haven't actually done The Artist's Way. I know a lot of women in my circle, my community have done it and really love it. But I do know that the morning pages from that practice are to write three full pages, essentially of a brain dump, the first thing when you wake up in the morning, and writing three full pages without picking your pen up off the page. Just going for three full pages, even if nothing really comes out, you just, you write whatever comes out, dump it all out. Second journaling tip would be gratitude journaling. And again, you're probably familiar with this. It is a simple but a really, really profound practice to shift your energy and vibration into gratitude. And this is really simple. Every day, as part of your morning ritual, you just write down three things that you're grateful for. Any three things. You can write more if you want to, if you if you feel called, that's great. And those things can certainly repeat day to day. You don't have to come up with three brand new things every day. If you are grateful for your dog six days in a row, that's amazing. <laughs> that counts. But gratitude journaling is such a beautiful way to, again, really connect with the energy of gratitude and help you to start your day from this space of fullness, fullness in your heart. Another great way to use your journal in the morning is to set an intention for the day. So I use the word intention and not goal because I think intention from my perspective is far more beneficial. How do you want to feel? How do you intend to feel for the day? 
And if you want to incorporate something that you intend to get done, if that feels aligned and important for you, that's great. Again, please don't use it as a way to be a perfectionist or to, you know, should on yourself or berate yourself if you don't achieve that thing. So setting an intention for the day. And it's nice when you can look back at the end of the day, review it, see how that intention came to play out for you throughout the course of your day. When you work with me in one-on-one coaching, part of what I offer is I craft personalized journaling prompts tailored specifically to you as the client and the areas that you want to develop in and where you want to grow. So a little shameless plug for one-on-one coaching with me. I've seen some really incredible, impactful results from my clients when they incorporate these personalized journal prompts into their morning or daily routines. The next is reading. I mentioned this earlier, but choosing to read a set number of pages each morning in a book, so three pages, five pages, 10 pages, 20, whatever. I know that there are times in my life where I've gotten really out of touch with just reading in general and enjoying reading as a pastime. And it's so, so important for extending our knowledge and awareness and imagination and creativity and all that stuff. So I think it's a beautiful thing to incorporate into a morning practice, a few pages every day. And think about it. If you do five pages a day every day, you're going to get through a lot of books. I mean, I can't do that math, but a lot more books throughout the year than you would if you were not doing that practice. Next is yoga. I mentioned this already, but movement first thing in the morning for me is huge. Helps me really get into my body to feel limber and centered and just stretched and ready for the day. If you are not comfortable sort of guiding your own meditation, I'm sorry, yoga practice, creating your own yoga flow. There are lots of resources out there that are free on YouTube. One of my favorites is Yoga with Adrian. She has like over 500 different yoga videos for all different types of things. They're um, like power flows or slow restorative flows. And she has things like yoga for anger or yoga when you're in a bad mood or all that kind of stuff. Definitely recommend checking her out. Breathwork. Again, I mentioned that I do this in my own routine. The 10-minute guided Wim Hof breathing first thing in the morning is really, really powerful and really, really invigorating. But there are tons of different forms of breath work. I highly recommend looking them up if you're curious. Another one that I know that a lot of people incorporate into their morning practices is alternate nostril breathing. And essentially what that does is it wakes up the left and right hemispheres of your brain. So you're breathing in and out through one nostril and then swapping to the other nostril. Another good thing to YouTube. I can't really demonstrate it for you (laughs) through the podcast. And then any other movement that feels good to you, add that in there. So stretching, dancing, running, whatever it is. The last couple of weeks I've been doing a one song dance party every morning. So I turn on a song that I love and just allow myself to dance to it for the full three or four minutes or whatever. And dancing and moving shifts your energy like nothing else. Getting out of our minds and into our bodies is by far the most effective way to shift our energy and align with the frequency that we want to be in, more expansive and open and just ready ready for whatever life is going to throw our way. 
Now, some of you listening may be like, all right, Zoe, like I get what you're saying logically, but morning routines do not work for me. I do not like them. They don't feel good. I don't get all these good feelings that you're talking about from doing them. And that is okay. (laughs) There is actually a way to know or to find out for sure if you thrive with or without routine. And that is through using human design. And I'm going to touch more on human design in future episodes for sure. It has been an incredible resource in my life to learn more about myself and how I'm built and how I best make decisions in the world. If you're not familiar with human design, give it a Google. I'll definitely be having, like I said, more uh, information about it on future episodes. But for now, you can use a resource called My Body Graph. So it's mybodygraph.com to look up your human design chart. And essentially, it's very similar to looking up your natal chart. You'll need your birth date, time of birth, and location of birth. And you enter all that information in, and it will present you with your chart. And it's super complex. There's a lot to look at there. Again, I'll get into more of what it entails in future episodes. But for now, I want to talk about the four variable arrows that are in the chart. So if and when you pull that up, there are going to be four arrows at the top of the chart. They're sort of on either side of the head of the chart. There's two on the left and two on the right. And these are called variables in human design. The one that tells you whether or not you thrive with routine is going to be the upper left-hand arrow. And depending on which way that arrow faces, it will tell you whether or not routine and consistency works best for you. So if that upper left-hand arrow points to the right, then you are a person who thrives when you have the freedom to do things in a different order every day. So you are someone who routine and consistent routine and structure does not necessarily work for you. You may have likely struggled to adhere to consistent routines, morning routines or rituals in the past. And that's okay. The beautiful thing about human design is that that is on purpose. You are that way on purpose. There's nothing to fix or change. And the more that you can appreciate that about yourself and open into that part of yourself, the more aligned your life will be. On the other hand, if that upper left-hand arrow points to the left, mine does, you are someone who benefits from daily routines and you will thrive when you have more consistency in your life. So that's one way to find out for sure if you're curious about it, whether or not routine is right for you. So if you have that arrow that points to the right, if you don't thrive in a routine according to human design, make your morning ritual new each day. So you can still have a morning time, a morning practice for yourself, but when you wake up every day, allow yourself to be drawn to the practices that most call you in that moment and do them for as long as they feel good. There's no need to hold yourself to a certain time limit or structure, again, because that doesn't necessarily work for you. So find what feels good each day and just follow that. If you don't know about human design, if you don't care to learn, if you're like, what is this BS? No, thank you. That's cool. Just trust your intuition on this. You know inherently 
which feels better for you, routine or no routine. Human design for me, I found is really just a confirmation and a permission slip for things that we already know. But do keep in mind that there is a big difference between avoiding routine out of fear or procrastination rather than simply not deriving value from it inherently, like not having it give you value. Those are two very different things. So keep that in mind. Lastly, just a note on morning routines and morning rituals during COVID-19 specifically. So again, if you're listening to this episode when it comes out, we are currently in the midst of this whole shebang that's been going on for the last few weeks. So when it comes to really anything during this time, but speaking specifically about creating a morning routine for yourself, be really gentle with yourself about this. Again, I don't want this to be something else that you can be a perfectionist about or be performative about or should on yourself about. You have full permission to lower your standards and your expectations for yourself during this time across the board. We are all dealing with a lot right now. And so the morning routine, the morning ritual is meant to be supportive supportive during this time and helpful during this time. And if you find that it is causing you more stress than benefit, then take a break. Again, don't feel like you have to do anything that doesn't feel good to you. But when you do it, when you do do it, approach it with the intention that it's going to serve your highest good. And knowing that maybe the times when you don't feel like it, maybe those are times that it would really help being gentle with yourself. Just try it out and see what happens. You can always stop in the middle if it doesn't feel good. But no matter how we are feeling or how we are struggling or how we are challenged or how our external world is challenging us, we always have the opportunity to shift our energy internally. We are in charge of our energy and how we want to feel. And so the morning routine, the morning ritual is such a beautiful way to take agency over ourselves and our energy in this way and really make sure that we are starting our day off where we want to from an aligned and easeful and centered place. All right, friends, that is all I have for you this week on morning routines. I would love to hear if you decide to implement a morning ritual or a morning routine after listening to this. I'd love to hear how it goes for you. Please share with me. You can send me an email or send me a message on Instagram. I've got links to both of those in the show notes below. If you found this episode or if you find this podcast in general supportive or beneficial to you, I would love if you would share it with someone else in your life who you think may enjoy it as well. Word of mouth is really how the community for this podcast grows and I want to welcome as many people into this circle into this community as possible so that I can share my work and my message with the world so if you share that would be amazing if you feel called to rate and review five stars on apple podcasts I would be forever grateful to you for that And thank you again so much for joining me today and for every week that you join. It means a lot to me. I look forward to the next time we meet. Take care of yourselves. Be well. And I will talk to you soon.